Welcome to Holy Cow, a Cubs podcast. I'm your host, Sean Holland. Our uh, guest today is a returning guest, uh, Danielle Sowers, who is a fellow writer with me at Cubs Den. She does a lot of the recaps there. Um, We have a pretty good conversation about the struggling Cubs, uh, the first great game for Carlos Gonzalez, which was pretty fun to watch. and just some more about the Cubs, and then we get off and talk about some other topics. Uh, zoology, paleontology, football, it kind of goes all over the place. But it's pretty entertaining. Um, you can follow Danielle at D.H. Sowers, D-H-S-A-U-R-E-S, on Twitter. She's an interesting follow. We do do a little bit of cursing in this podcast, just a little bit. So, you know, keep your ears out for that. And other than that, here is Danielle. Danielle, welcome back to Holy Cow Cubs podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. Yep. Um, So we will get right into it. Uh, Not going well for the Cubs of late. They kind of lost a (laughs) a, one in five road trip. Not very good. Yeah, it's depressing. Yes, they did win today, though, in the makeup game against the Angels. They uh, won pretty easily 8-1, to one, so that was good to see. But uh, what do you think about the Cubs right now? Um, I don't know. You know, to be honest, I it's so it kind of just depends on the day. You never want to see them lose to the Cardinals or another divisional rival, especially the Cardinals, especially in St. Louis. But for some reason, this recent slide didn't really bother me too much. Um, I think I was still coming off the high of that really good stretch that they had. So it's like, well, you know, they can't win every game. I think had they not won today, I would have started to get a little bit more uh, concerned about it. But, you know, Cargo had a great game, obviously. So hopefully we can finally sign a closer and uh, things will only look up. Yeah, We've still got a lot of baseball to play, so I'm not super concerned yet. Yeah, that's that's a good way to look at it. It's not. It's early. So what I said the other day in one of my recaps, there's... Still like 103 games or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I sarcastically titled, I recapped today for Cubs Den. And you know that uh, that scene in Titanic when the old lady's like, it's been 84 years. (laughs) Uh, I use that as my title because, you know, I don't, you know, any any fan can feel however they want about the team at any time. I'm not here to judge, but I did see a few people getting um, pretty upset. And it's like, well, you know, it's, it's not... Like like you said, we got over 100 games left, so I'll save my uh, my my crazy crazy. Uh, what am I trying to say? My freakouts for later in the season. Yes, there's some people on Twitter when you, you're on there and and you write articles and you get the comments. There's some people that get <laughs> they go on the ledge pretty quick. Oh yeah, I never read the comments. I uh, I want to interact with the Cubs Den readers more, but I just. I I have a rule of never reading comments, especially of stuff that I write, even if it's just a recap. Yeah, that's probably the smart move because yeah, some, for my mental health. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do, I do look at them, but a lot of times I don't because yeah, it's not, it's usually not worth it. But not to say <laughs> not to say there aren't good commenters. I'm, for sure, I'm sure but, some are listening, yeah. but sometimes it's better not to read the comments. 
Absolutely. All right. So, well, you touched on it a little bit. Uh, Carlos Gonzalez, long, long time Cub killer, is now on the Cubs. Yeah. And he made a great play today, but uh, this could be a decent move. I mean, obviously he kind of washed out in Cleveland this year, but mm-hmm. he could be a guy that might might be able to help the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's better than nothing, which I kind of feel like is what the Cubs have done as far as, you know, trades, and they didn't hardly do anything in the off season. So maybe, you know, he just needs a, a change of scenery, and I, you can't base it all on one game, but I liked what I saw today for sure. Yeah, and no no offense to Jim and Ducey, but, that, <laughs> you know, this is an upgrade. Yeah, I had, I mean... I'll show my ignorance. I, I truly don't pay that much attention to the minor leagues. Like, I'm aware, and I like to, you know, follow Tommy Birch and, <clears throat> excuse me, some of the other uh, writers down there just kind of stay in the loop, but I had never heard of Jim Aducey or Aducey until, like, you know, whenever he got called up. <laughs> yeah. I don't think many other people had either. I mean, I kind of knew of him, I think because he was on the Cubs, like, one of their really bad years, which I can't even remember which year, he was on them, and, like, they played a few games, and, like, like 2011 or 12, like uh, when it was just a real gl- slog to get through that year. Yeah. But yeah. It's probably good to move on from him. The only thing I care about in Iowa right now is Ian Edward Happ. That's but right. That's a whole other rant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess if people don't know, um, I think most people do. Uh, you're a big Ian Happ fan. Yeah, anyone who follows me on Twitter, they know. <laughs> yeah, but Recently, I've been focusing a lot on Dylan Maples because he's, like, with the Cubs. But, you know, I haven't forgotten about my sweet son. Yes, I hope it, we see him again soon and he doesn't get traded. Yes, hopefully he'll be back eventually. I, I heard he was doing better, like, recently, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll see. All right, so I, was gonna... I just hope he does. I'm sorry. I just hope they don't trade him, but I, I have a feeling they're going to. So I'm just trying to like prepare myself for that moment. <laughs> yeah. Just prepare for the worst. Yeah. yeah. All right. So no, that's what I was going to ask you. Cause um, we were talking about this the other day a little bit about that. Sometimes there's players that you really like with me. It was um, Jorge oh, yeah. Soler. I loved Jorge Soler and he's doing good in, in, in um, Kansas city right now. I will remind people of that, but um, yeah, <laughs> the perils of like, having a guy that you really like and like we were talking about this because uh, Dylan Maples got super super squeezed the other night in St. Louis mm. like really really like a pitch right down the middle but I got, went to bed mad and I woke up the next morning still angry about that yeah but it is it's just like that's what I was gonna ask you but just like when you have someone you pull for like that and you're almost like you almost have to defend them especially on the internet from oh yeah other people that, so yeah it's very sometimes it's you almost stressed yourself out. I know I did too. Like with people I like, you're pushing for them so hard. You almost get stressed out when they don't do good. Well, and my thing is too, is it's like, I mean, I really like Happen Maples because I, I told you on Twitter, like I kind of always just kind of go for the underdog. I don't feel that Happ is so much an underdog anymore, but you know, for a while people were like, oh my God, he sucks. He's striking out all the time. It's like, yeah, you know, he, he wasn't playing Chris Bryant level his rookie season, but he was also, you know, like, what, 22, 23, I think. I still forget that he's only 24 now, I think, because he is so, he just seems so mature. And then with Maples, you know, he, what was it, 2017, I think, was that season that he really ascended, like, super fast through the minors, and I made his debut September. Was it last season or the season before? I think it was late in 2017. 
I thought, yeah, I think so too. So I just, I really like his story. Um, he's, he reminds me of Hendrix. He's kind of just like more quiet, goes out to the mound, does his job, you know, not too flashy. I love guys that have fun and are flashy too, but I just, I, I like the, that both of, uh, both of them happen. Maples are just kind of like under the radar. So, and what gets me is, yeah, you know, he, he, he walks a lot of people. He doesn't have great fastball command. He's working on it, but I prefer to cheer for the guys on my team when they're, you know, maybe trying to figure stuff out instead of like taking to the internet and telling them that they're trash and garbage. Well, except for, you know, the one actual human garbage can, but <laughs> like, you know, if a guy's struggling, I'd prefer to cheer for them instead of rooting against them. But, you know, I understand people get frustrated, especially, you know, considering we haven't had a great bullpen. So. Yeah. And also we're talking about, you know, call them trash for on the field performances. If you do stuff off the field, like a certain person, That's, yes, you should be trash. So completely different. Yes. All right. So, but I, I see, you know, um, any athlete or even any celebrity that's on social media, I don't know how they do it because I was going through after, you know, uh, Maples, I almost called him Millen, <laughs> Dylan Maples got squeezed on that uh, call from, who was it? Uh, Laz, what was Laz his Diaz. last name? Yeah, Laz Diaz. And I'm going online. And of course, most people are like, yeah, that was a friggin' strikeout. That was trash. But of course, there's the people that are like, oh, you know, I saw some guy was like, Maples is like, double a garbage and he should never be on the team it's like did you like were you paying attention to what just happened it really wasn't his fault but (laughs) so i don't know how guys like stay on twitter and see that shit and don't Mm -hmm. you know yeah fall apart yeah no exactly it's it's i was gonna say uh, this podcast does have an explicit rating but if anyone follows you on twitter (laughs) they know that there's gonna be some Some cursing on the podcast. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's some fine. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's how I said. It's the you do you. Because anyone who follows you on Twitter knows that. <laughs> I feel like I try not to swear as much, like in real life, especially now that I have a one-year-old nephew and he's like understanding words. But on Twitter, it's like it's written, so it's not like anyone actually has to hear me say it. So that's when I really just go nuts with it because it's like my anger management, like just letting it out, screaming into the void, as as you will. Yeah, that's it. there's yeah, and they're like, I'll tweet stuff to them. Like, yeah, I would never say this to people in real life, but yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, what was I gonna? Oh, trying to think of other topics that. Obviously, the pitching has not been as good, like the starting pitching, but I guess we we should come to expect that a little bit. But what was up with the offense lately and not hitting? I mean, that came out of nowhere. Man, it's just, yeah, I was starting to get worried because, uh, remember last season when it's like, seemed like they could only score on solo home runs? You know, they'd maybe hit two home runs a game and that they'd have three hits total. It's like, we, uh, can we not do this again? Uh who knows? I don't know. Maybe, um, you know, I know maybe not having Ben Zobrist, he seems like he'd be a good clubhouse guy. Maybe the vibe was just off. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's one of those things, too, that I don't know what, like, causes it. And, like, I another theory that I, I know I don't really believe this, but I have noticed that it seems like whenever the Cubs have one of their theme trips where they all dress up and oh, yeah. it seems like things go horribly wrong on those road trips. <laughs> But it's just That's a good point. Yeah. 
They're too busy worrying about their fancy costumes. They should just get their head in the game. Exactly. He spent like three hours working at what's the perfect NBA you know, uniform <laughs> yeah. to wear. And then, oh, we're going to lose the game. <laughs> it's obviously, yeah, Javi's fault for dressing up as, who did he wear? Julius Irving, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you got that Philadelphia or, No. Yeah, they'll, fi- they'll find a way to blame it on you, Darvish, somehow. Yes. There's a guy that, like, speaking of people on, on social media. Oh, my media, God, like, that poor dude. Can you imagine being on there? Man. Fuck, no. I- I'm sorry I said the F word. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I-, I love you, Darvish. He's another one that I will stand forever no matter what. And, ugh, man, people are just they're brutal. Yes. Um, so now, Trent, we'll move on from the pitching and then. Well, I'll ask you a couple fun questions. I was going to ask you the last time you were on here, but we kind of had the, that was like a messed up signal or whatever for. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, no, that might be on my end too. But um, a show that we both really like that's (laughs) not on the air anymore, but (laughs) uh, Psych, which is like, I, I wanted to ask you about it the last time, but I don't know if a lot of people watched it when it was on. But it was one of my favorite shows, so I thought I'd just oh my God, yeah. ask you a little bit about Psych. I think it definitely had a cult following. I, I run into people uh, quite a bit, I think, who know of it. I haven't run into a ton of like diehard fans, but I think it's popular enough that people know about it. Yeah, so um, now who's your favorite character? Gus, okay. all the way, 100%. <laughs> yes. I, believe, I, I think I sent you on Twitter... Um, a clip of like every one of uh, yes. John's nicknames for Gus. <laughs> yeah, so good. No. Yeah, my Instagram is Bruton Gaster, and then um, I had a rabbit who he's gone now, but his name was Gus as well. Yeah, yeah. I think my favorite is probably Sean. I mean, of course, yeah. he's got the same name as me, but yeah, <laughs> it's hard to pick. Everyone on that show is like so funny in their own way. Yes, exactly. But I mean, just like. Obviously, the whole heart of the show is just Sean and Gus together. I mean, that's yeah. obviously the they're best just, part. Yes, their interplay. And you know who else is a big psych fan that I learned on Twitter is John Baker. And his favorite character is Lassie. He tweeted about it, I don't know, a while ago. But I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Lassiter, huh? Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody's got their own favorite character. Lassiter's good, <laughs> too. Although I hear there's another movie. They had a movie before. but Yeah. Yeah, I think they're making another one. So that's good to see. And I'm kind of in a weird spot with that, too, because I really like the West Wing. So it's weird to see, you know, Dulé Hill went from yeah. the West Wing <laughs> to this show, and they're like such different shows, but they're both good. So Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, then uh, I guess I was gonna, that's the other question I'll ask you. Uh, as you were talking about it, um, you're a big fan of animals. Uh, you yes. have rabbits and cats, but... Uh, I just thought I'd add, I, I, did I see you on Twitter the other day saying your dream is to be a zoologist? Yeah, as of yesterday, because I want I really want to pet a red panda. <laughs> oh. No, it's funny. When I was a kid, I wanted to. I think every little kid at some point wants to either be like a paleontologist or a marine biologist or some kind of animal, you know, veterinarian. So um, I I 
wanted to be a marine biologist for a long time. I was fascinated by dolphins, uh, sea lions, seals, all that stuff. Um, then I got to college, actually went to school for pharmacy, took uh, evolutionary bio and chem 101, quickly realized I was not a science person, so I dropped out and switched to English literature. Um, but looking back on it, if I wasn't you know, an 18-year-old little butthead and actually applied myself in school, it Oh, it'd be so dope to just like work with animals all day. Cause I went to the zoo. Uh, I'm so messed up. It was yesterday. It happened yesterday. I actually, uh, I had a late night last night. I didn't end up getting to bed till about one So my brain's a little fried, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was just thinking, you know, the red pandas at my zoo, my local zoo are my favorite animal that are there. And I was just watching them and they're just like, they're so freaking cute. And I know that animals are wild and they're not supposed to be, you know, like, I know the correct word isn't objectified, but like, you know, they're not supposed to be like seen as, you know, Oh, I want to take it home and pet it. And it will be my little pet but they're just so freaking cute and I want they look so soft and I just want to know for real like how soft they are so my plan is go back to school get a zoology degree go to any zoo that has a red panda say I'm here can I pet one and then you know I can die happy yeah sounds like a plan so that's how my dumb brain works yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I was gonna say um when I was a kid I definitely wanted to be a paleontologist so oh yeah because I went to see Jurassic Park and I was like Ooh, that's cool. Yep. And of course, where I live in Montana, there's a bunch of fossils. Oh, so like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, so I, I wanted to be a paleontologist for a long time, but much like you, I was like, mm, science, nah. Yeah. What's your favorite dinosaur? Uh, it is a, well, they're, they kind of look like a velociraptor, but they're called Dentosaurus. Okay, yeah, I know that and one. And they've got like the big claw in their foot. So they're like a, yeah, that one big claw. a super claw. Yeah. That was always my favorite. I like, uh, well, I always pronounced it as Pachycephalosaurus, but recently I've heard it as Pachycephalosaurus, so whatever those is the correct one. It's those ones with, like, they got the dome on their head, and I think they've disproven that it was used for fighting, but I just like the idea of them, like, running at each other like rams and, you know, headbutting each yeah, other. Yeah, head, headbutt. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was going to, um, I also like the ones with the armor, the ankylosaurus. Yeah, ankylosaurus. Yes. Yeah. See, I like the dinosaurs and stuff, and I'm like, I'm, I was like you, I'm like, math and science. And oh, it's so hard. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I went with history. I'm like, that'll be easy. I know facts. Yep. I don't need to do math. Well, that's how I was too, is it's like, well, you know what? I got to get this bachelor's in something. Luckily, I figured it out my freshman year, so all the uh, credits I had already gotten just transferred. But um, I was like, yeah, I can't do this. I need to do something that I know I'm already good at. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll ask one more fun question, and then, um, so you're also a Carolina Panthers football fan. Yes. Which is an interesting, yeah, I guess what is that, how did you become a Cubs fan slash Carolina Panthers fan? <laughs> well, Cubs fan, um, it was in, I th- I may have talked about it on the last episode, I can't remember, but uh, through high school, well, okay, let me start. I'm, I'm from Rochester, New York, and we have the AAA Rochester Red Wings, and they are affiliated with the Minnesota Twins currently. They used to be AAA affiliate of the Cardinals, but not since 1960. But um, So I kind of followed the Twins, but they're all the way in Minneapolis. It's kind of hard. It's not like I could watch the games. I didn't have MLB TV or anything like that growing up, and I have some family from Chicago. I had a lot of friends that are in Chicago, and I was just like, you 
you know, I just, I, I love the city of Chicago. I was like, I want to be a Cubs fan. So it wasn't anything, you know, fancy. I'm not one of those people that's like, well, I've been a fan since, you know, 19, whatever. So, um, yeah, it was kind of just like, I'm going to pick a team and that's it. And then same thing with the Panthers. Everybody can judge me for this. I really like black cats. So I was like, and, uh, you know, the closest team here is the Buffalo Bills. And I, I'm tired of being a Bills fan because I'm just tired of being sad and watching bad football. <laughs> so I was like, I think I'm going to be a Panthers fan. And actually, my uh, my neighbors are Panthers fans, so I kind of picked it up from them, too. Yeah, well, that's, that's good because, yeah, I'm kind of like everything was family passed on to me. So mm-hmm. I got the Cubs and the Rams, which doesn't make okay. sense, but that's the family passing it down to me. So, yeah. Yeah, same thing. I mean, everyone in my family is huge Bills fans, but uh, I went to one Buffalo Bills game with my uh, my friends and my my brothers, and I was like, "This sucks, man!" And then every Sunday, I'd I, we you know we'd have football Sundays, and I would just literally fall asleep during the games. So it's like I'm really tired of this. And then it's funny, <clears throat> you know, the Panthers last year. I was like, "Well, I feel like I'm watching the Bills." Mm-hmm. So this is great. <laughs> yeah, because that, that's it. The other weird uh, fan thing I have is that uh, my aunt lives in Boston, so I kind of cheer for Boston College a little bit for college sports. I don't know why I just like okay. But yeah. so are you rooting for the Bruins in the NHL? Uh, Stanley no, Cup? no, no. Okay, yeah. that's it. But, I'm conflicted on that because I hate the Bruins, but also I don't want to cheer for a St. Louis team. Yeah, see, <laughs> I, I'm like reluctantly for the Bruins because I don't like the Bruins, yeah. but I don't really like the Bruins either. But yeah, so. Um, I was a big fan of Luke Keekley and yes, no, he's gone over the Panthers and been good, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, he's so amazing. Like, he's just so smart. I I don't get it. Like, he just has the natural. He can read the plays like nobody else. And then I love Cam. I know a lot of people like think he's a douchebag, but I just I love it. He's confident. He's funny. He's stylish. I think he's awesome. Yeah, you'd, you'd almost call him. Cam Newton's almost like the hobby bias in football. Absolutely, yes, that's perfect. Yep. Yeah, but that's what I'll say about Luke Keekley is I remember when I watched him at Boston College, they were bad teams then too, but I used to call him the football magnet because wherever the football was, it was like, oh, he yeah. was just drawn to it. It was like, whoa. Yeah. You'd see like, yeah, the guy got the ball, I'm like, two, three, three two, one, Keekley would be right there. No yeah, where it he's was. so fun to watch. Yeah. So I guess I'll... We'll go out on one last baseball question because right. you kind of veered off the yeah. <laughs> other thing. But um, okay, this is my question: the Brewers. Can I just knock it off already? I'm so sick of I'm, them. I know. I was like at first, you know, when they started to get like their little brother syndrome with the the Cubs. I'm like, oh my god, that's so cute. It's so funny. They're the Brewers. Who cares? But now it's like, oh damn, like they're actually kind of competitive. <laughs> But yeah, they need to stop. Like, just go away. They're so annoying. Their fans are getting annoying. It's just nobody cares about you. Yes, and that's the. I'll I'll curse one more time on the podcast, but that's the. All right. The thing I've been using is um, the Brewers bullshit's got to stop because. Oh yeah. They get all this <laughs> luck that they get. I mean, come on. Yeah, I I do not look forward to those series because it's it's just like something weird always goes wrong. It's like we should be winning this game, but there's always that one little thing. So hopefully, uh, Cubs can figure it out. Figured it. Yep. Um, that's the last thing I'll, I'll say. Then. I'll let you... Well, the last thing I'll say is everybody should watch Letter Kenny on Hulu or on Crave Canada if you're in Canada. Okay, that's a 
that's a pitch <laughs> to everyone to watch it. Yeah. But yeah, um, of course you can. We can find your work on Cubs Den too. Yes. Just like me, I do double duty Cubs Den and Cubs Insider. But yeah, like that's to, a lot. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I like to push both sides though. So get that's both good. sides. Going. Yeah. Both great sites. And then I'm on Twitter at DH Sowers, S as in Sam, A-U-E-R-S. I don't recommend that you follow me on Twitter if you um, don't like swear words or lots of cat pictures. Yes. Um, every once in a while, I'll tweet about the Cubs, but I'm not the person you're going to come to for actual analysis. It's more like uh, either pictures of Dylan Maples with emoji hearts or like when I'm live tweeting a game and it'll just be like a random swear word or like, yeah, BDJ, <laughs> there's no context. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you like swearing and cats, I recommend following her. I'm your girl. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. All right. Thank you. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at STH 85. Um, you can email the podcast. Holy cow pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and, you know, rate and review it. Uh, they are messing with iTunes, so I don't know exactly what it's going to be. It, when it switches to the whatever podcast app or whatever it's supposed to be, I'll give you the info for that. And, of course, you can always find it on SoundCloud and stuff like that. But uh, until next episode, uh, thank you, as always, for listening.